the middle's got his man, and he's gone. Jason Swain, touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me two traps and a Rick Flair. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Glad that you are with us this evening. It is Florida week. I'm surprised you got any more energy left. It's Thursday. Now everyone was fired up all week long. I wonder if Ben has any energy left. I've always got energy. I don't know, man. You look you look sleepy. You got that new dad look in your face. Nah, I'm I'm fired up. I got the Steelers on the TV right in front of me. Aaron Judge trying to hit 61 and, and tie some records. And then on Saturday, Swaino, Tennessee, Florida. Yep. Number 11, Tennessee, Florida. Ten and a half point favorite. Or I said number 11, Tennessee is what I meant to say. And those number 11 Tennessee Volunteers are 11 and a half point favorite over the Gators. And as the great Detroit Lions running back Jamal Williams once said, if you're going to piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dogs blanket eat. Oh, yeah. You you you, you are hot. You I'm are hot. I'm ready. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the Steelers uh, do to my hype level here over the next uh, couple of minutes or the next couple of hours. But uh, no, this, nobody cares about the Steelers. But this this weekend is going to be awesome, Swaino. I'm sure you and Josh have been touching on it all week. And I I, I could just tell how big of a game Tennessee's playing uh, on Saturday just by the, the, the guests that you had on the show today. The Al Wilson, who does not like doing interviews. You know it. Uh, the, the, does not like doing media. You had Cole Kubik, who, who breaks down SEC football better than anybody, yep. in my opinion. And, man, just what an opportunity for Tennessee. College football world is going to be looking down on Knoxville. Game day, checker kneeling, uh, all sorts of recruits. Uh, I, obviously, football, the, the first and foremost, the ones that come to your mind first and foremost. But uh, baseball is going to have double-digit guys. Basketball is going to have double-digit guys. Just an incredible opportunity for uh, Tennessee's football program, Tennessee athletics, and uh, Tennessee fans as well. It's going to be a big weekend, man. A lot of uh, basketball alums coming in town. Uh, I saw what Grant Williams is about to pull up. I know he wants to get out of Boston and all the stuff that's going on in Boston. Um, I saw where Jordan McRae was, was responding to Grant Williams as if he was going to pull up. I know several VFLs on the football side uh, will be coming into town. They're on their way right now. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be really, really, really fun. Uh, I know Tony Vitello uses football, uh, the atmosphere to be able to recruit along with Kelly Harper and other coaches. So it's gonna be a huge, huge, huge weekend. And you're right, man. Uh, Al Wilson does not. I repeat, he does not like to do interviews, but. Uh, I saw him on the sideline pregame last week and uh, several guys, and I saw him, and I was like, hey, 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 big bro. Hey, man. How you doing? You looking good? Hey, man. I 
gotta get you on the show, man. I need you to do me a favor. Yeah, I gotta get you on the show, man. It's Florida. Come on. He's How like, was he? I I I have not listened to it yet, but it. I promise you, I I can put my phone to the camera if I need to. It is yeah. queued up next to yeah. listen on my podcast feed. I, I am going to listen to it after the Steelers play. How was he? Well, he was great. You know, he spoke with passion. You know how Wilson does it. You know, he wasn't pissed off like he was 2017. <laughs> he was in a good mood. He was in a really good mood, and that's because his, his program is, is looking good and playing well, and uh, he expects for Tennessee to get the job done uh, this weekend. I asked him about Cause you know everyone's like, "Hey, we gotta get Al to talk to the team. We gotta get Al to talk to the team. Anytime something wrong with the team, you need to go get Al to talk to the team." And uh, I asked him, "I was like, if you were talking to this team right now, what would you say?" And y'all gotta go and check the podcast out on your own to kind of see, you know, see what he said. But whew, man, that dude still has that fire in his belly, as if he was playing this Saturday. But man. It, Huge stage. We've talked about it all week on, on Josh and Swain. Huge stage. College game day is going to be here. I've seen the, the the bus multiple times in West Knoxville, you know, traveling, doing remotes. And so I've seen it a couple times. So they're setting up, or already set up there, Ayers Hall right there on top of the hill. So it's set. It's set. Cole Kublik feels like Tennessee is going to win. We had Chris Dorn on. Um, I've never had Chris on before, but had him on, um, today. And he is a former Gator receiver, one of the best of all time. And he doesn't feel good about his team's chances, Ben. So everyone sees Tennessee as a favorite. Everyone feels like Tennessee is going to win by double digits. And I know there's some, I know there's still some fans that's, that's nervous. That's nervous as all get out. And, you're nervous because we've seen this script before, right? Where Tennessee on paper was good enough to beat Florida, but it hasn't been like this though. 44, 45 years of Tennessee, Florida, Tennessee has never been a favorite by this much. The most it has been is four points. That is according to ESPN stat and information. Jesse Salmonton of on three hit that, uh, tweeted that out earlier today. But Tennessee has never been a 10-and-a-half-point favorite. But we are right now. Does that make you nervous, Ben? Yeah, I mean, how how can it not? For once, all the pressure's on Tennessee. All not, not that Not that Tennessee hasn't had pressure playing in this game. I mean, if if you're the, the head coach at Tennessee, you're always going to have pressure on this football game because regardless of the circumstances, you're going to be judged by how your team performs in this football game, but I'm th- th- there's obviously that voice in the back of my head, knowing how this game has has gone the last twenty years. There, there's that little anxiousness there, but Josh Heupel and this team makes me confident. I don't I don't know if it's the the same for you. I mean i I thought Josh Heupel had his best answer ever today in in the press conference. I I I asked him how the team was handling all the hoopla going on outside of the the building because it's just not the regular old interviews that they do with the media bums like me on Monday and Tuesday. I mean, college right. game days doing extra interviews with Hendon Hooker and 
you know daggum well that the the players are being hit up by their friends and family for tickets and, and there's just so much else going on this week that can easily distract Tennessee but I loved what Josh Heifel said when I asked them about how they're handling it and he said that he told his team early in the week to enjoy it and, and embrace it because they earned game day coming to town and a sold out crowd and checker kneeling and, and all of that fun stuff embrace it you earned it now that earning all this stuff going on doesn't mean that you're you're just automatically going to beat Florida on Saturday you, your preparation all week needs to be on point he also said that but that that is just so opposite of what we we've come to expect from coaches it's especially the last couple at Tennessee and and then you see Shane Beamer and he has more highlights from his press conference every week than he does his own football team on the field on Saturdays but that that was really refreshing and and that instilled confidence uh that that Tennessee is going to go out there and and handle business man Shane Beamer um the pressure is on Tennessee all of it's on Tennessee I think Josh Heupel I like the way he's handling the, the the pressure he used to be a player in a big time series called the red river shootout before they changed the name it was te- texas and o- ou and that game was played around the same time of the year as tennessee florida it's not an end of the year rivalry that we see normally at the end of the year with every team in the country but texas and ou they play that thing uh, the first half of, of the schedule as a quarterback, he is played in this game. So he understands, I think the importance of being loose, but also being about your business and taking your work serious. That way that your players can play free. They can have fun. Um, and they can just go out there and react and not think so much. So we'll see if it, if it plays out. Tennessee's a better football team. Point yes, blank. and yeah, point, I, I point completely blank. agree you, with that point. Yeah, you watch them on film. Um, I know you watch Florida on film. I watched South Florida. I've watched Kentucky twice. Florida's just, they're not good. They're okay, but they're not a you good know, football team. Y- yeah, you can see why Dan Mullen got fired. And, and Florida fans were irritated with Dan Mullen because he would not go recruit. The the passion to, to go recruit was not there, and this Florida team represents uh, a coach that had no desire to recruit. It, yeah. it lacks talent. It lacks depth. That that tells you all you need to know about why Dan Mullen got fired, right right, right there. It, yeah. it, there's no – I like Florida's backs. I, I do. Yeah. But the, the Florida receivers, I, I think Ricky Pearsall, their slot receiver that transferred from Arizona State, I, I think he's a solid – college football player I, I don't think he's bad or anything but there's no receivers that inflict fear in me <laughs> if i'm tim banks uh, and then on the flip side i mean they're, they're secondary that was in the conversation for dbu there's those type of guys do not exist in this full secondary there, there's ventro miller is a stud at linebacker but yeah, that, that's really the only difference maker in the front seven they, they have some names up front some nice players but brent cox has never lived up to his hype that, that he entered college with Desmond Watson, who is their nose tackle, going to start for the first time. He's six foot five, four hundred and fifty pounds. I'll be interested to see how he handles the tempo. Look cool. there, there's just not the difference makers on on uh, defense, Wayne, that you're used to seeing on Florida defenses. Yeah, I don't know if there's a receiver on Florida's team that would start start for Tennessee. 
Um, no, I think Ricky Pearsall would play for sure. Yeah, but I don't. But yeah, I don't. I don't think he would start. You like the running backs, no. uh, Montreal Johnson, um, Trevor Etienne, the brother of Travis Etienne, and Tre- if Trevor gets out in open field, he can take it to the house. Uh, he has the speed, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, you did mention uh, Miller, and he's he's not playing. Ventrell Miller is not is not playing. Uh, just the vibe. Is that I, official? Last I saw was questionable. Yeah, the vibe I got talking Chris Dorn. He ain't okay. playing. So well, that Swain, that that's that's big. I, I want to hammer home that point because you you read some some Florida peoples who cover Florida. You read some of their work and, and listen to some people around Florida football. You don't even have to read their work. You you can just listen to the coaches talk. Billy Napier has said that he's irreplaceable. <laughs> I, I, when do you ever really hear a coach come out yeah. and say that a player is irreplaceable? And, and that's what he said about Ventro Miller and that nobody commands more respect in that entire locker room than Ventro Miller. And uh, the, the communication, just there's a significant drop off in yeah. communication when Ventro Miller's not in there because he's the mic. And yeah, I mean, he's not even the heart and soul of the defense. He's the heart and soul of the entire team. team. And and you've seen a drop off the last two weeks without him because he got hurt in that first quarter of the Kentucky game. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he plays. I'd be surprised if, if Tillman Tillman goes. So both teams gonna be without probably some some NFL talent. So uh, let's go to the phones, man. All right, here's the deal. Just a quick reminder: uh, to call the number eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. We'll put you on hold and we'll get you we'll get you in. So Ben is not here doing call screens um, like the normal Swain event back in the mornings. Um, So I'm answering the phones and just tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and then uh, we'll get to it. So let's go. Good evening. Good evening. My phone's been messed up. I had to call you three times to get a hold of you. Oh, well. (laughs) It was me. It was me. Good to hear from you, Turkey Man. Good evening, sir. It was me. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you, Turkey Man. Okay, okay, I'm making sure. Making sure it's going to be a decision time, ain't it? Well, it's going. We're going to see what we made of, ain't we? Yeah, I mean, Florida, Florida is not. You know, they're not good. I mean, they're they're okay. I mean, they might they slightly maybe better than Pittsburgh, but I don't I don't know. I mean, Pittsburgh and Florida play. I mean, out of ten times, how many times will will Florida win? I don't I don't know. Uh, I know Pittsburgh is a good is a good team. We beat them. Um, obviously, Florida's an SEC caliber team. They got SEC talent, but it's not it's not all that hot, and the depth is not great there uh, on defense. Uh, they don't have game breakers on offense like they normally have. I, we just can't get caught up in the the logo to think that oh oh we we about to see who what we're really made of now because Florida's a a juggernaut. No, they're not. They, Tennessee's a better team, Turkey Man. Well, I know that, but we've been better team in the past. Yeah. You know, they've, I mean, really, you go back and look at, uh, they've had, what, like three or four uh, coaches that's been a bust, and we and we should have beat them, and everybody else was beating them, but we didn't. Yeah. Must Champ, for instance. I remember 14, Must 15. Champ. yeah. We, we should have won. And I mean, and we've they've we've had the better quarterback, we've had better skill players, but it seems like, and this is why I'm nervous, and and I'm nervous because of track record. I don't, we don't have the uh, the runs we've had with Alabama. You know, where we've had 
six or seven years of, of beating Alabama. Of course, we haven't done that since Saban's been there, but in the past, uh, we don't have that. You know, we get a six run on them, or they'd have nine on us. You know, we'd have that run with them. But they just, I mean, what, the six, 17 years, we won once. And, uh, and, and that's, uh, be rough, but I'm. What my concern is is we we make their quarterback generally. I remember applesauce. We made him look all American. Uh, we every quarterback they've had, they've had his wide receiver Trey something other. I, mean, I think you touched on that today. Uh, we've made him look like all world, and it seems like they'll have an edge rusher that'll have a, a really a standout day against us. And come out, and I'm concerned about that number one of theirs on the on the edge. And uh, they really have a talent quarterback. He just ain't put it together. So those things make me nervous. Yeah, I feel like we could beat them. I think we we will beat them. I don't understand why that they have this mystique over us, but it seems like they do. And I mean, they've had trash. I mean, fired their coaches, uh, but they would hold it together. So we got by us, and they look like all world. But I'm I'm, I'm just a Tennessee fan. It just I understand uh, why you're nervous, Turkey Man. That yeah, that, I mean I understand why you're nervous, and so glad uh, to hear you tonight. You sound great. Thanks for calling in. Um, hope you enjoy the game on on Saturday. I understand why you're nervous, but the one and maybe I'm just being glass half full, Swain. All all of that stuff doesn't matter to these players. It, it, it it's a thing for Tennessee fans and people associated with Tennessee because. We, we've watched the program so in-depth the, the last 20 years, but Hendon Hooker grew up in North Carolina going to NC A&T games, right? He, he, he doesn't care about the history of this game and, and that it hasn't favored Tennessee. Cedric Tillman, although <laughs> probably won't play on Saturday, but my point is that he's from Las Vegas, Nevada. He doesn't care about the the history of, of this game, and there's a lot of that throughout the roster. Yeah, you have your Tyler Barons and, and your Jacob Warrens and Elijah Herrings who are very familiar with the Tennessee-Florida rivalry, the, the Tennesseans on the roster. But, Swain, for the most part, a lot of these guys aren't from here. And, and from the players' perspective, they don't care about what's happened in the past because their mindset going into Saturday is that they're going to be the ones that, that change the narrative. Uh, same, same for Josh Heupel. He, he doesn't care about what's happened in the past. He's going to be the head coach that changes the narrative, and, and that's what should give you confidence, even though I understand, and, and it perfectly makes sense, why that anxiety exists. Tennessee could have lost a close game against Pittsburgh. Uh, we've seen Tennessee lose games to Florida where they had control and control slipped away and, and lost, 2015, 2014. Um, but the same thing could have happened against Pittsburgh. That team found a way to win, and that says a lot. I was, I was going to say the same thing that you just said, Ben, but I was going to say it a little bit differently. Most of the players on this team and Florida's team were in middle school when Butch Jones was coaching. And 2014, 2015, that team took on the personality of their coach. Whether they wanted to or not, Butch Jones was a scary-ass coach. He was scary. Same coach that kicked the field goal from the one-yard line against Oklahoma with Jalen Hurd on the sideline. Scary. And his team was scary. And that's why they found a way to lose in thir- uh, 14, excuse me, and found a way to lose in 15, even though the team that you had was better. I look at and Josh- 17. 
Well, hey, you can throw that in there too. I thought I, I thought seventeen team was better too. Had a Larry Scott out here doing goal line wheel routes on a. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, seventeen throw that in there too. Um, Josh Heupel last year didn't lose to Florida because the team buckled under pressure and was scary. This team just didn't have the talent, didn't have the depth, didn't have the the confidence. And that was Hendon's first start, number one. Number two, early in the season, offense wasn't as potent as it was after that Florida game. And one play, the drop fourth down, turned all the momentum towards Florida, and then boom, the game the game was over. So do I understand what you're saying there, Turkey Man, from a fan perspective? I I do, because you're you're lumping the last 17 years. Well, I'm looking at this game with these players and these coaches, and I don't think they give a damn about that. I don't think they care. And they don't. Yeah, at I all. Just, I just I don't and I just don't think it don't think it matters to them. Um they don't have the same personality trait as the teams that found a way to lose. Now, we can go during my—I mean, during my time. I mean, I lost to them twice, won twice, or even before me. I'm sure there was times when we had opportunity to win and and didn't. It came down to a couple of plays, so I get it from like the last two decades. If you look at it that way as a fan, but I ain't scared Saturday. Like I ain't nervous. Like Tennessee is the is a better better team. Florida will have to get a defensive touchdown, special teams touchdown, to have a chance to beat Tennessee. Now, wow. could they do that? Yeah, they could because Tennessee let Pittsburgh block a punt. Tennessee has been a little shaky on the, on the punt protection. Looking at Florida's offense, man, it, it's, not, it's not explosive, man. It's not. It's, it's not. not. I- I, I just I still have questions about the defense, and it's not anything that they've they've shown me yet. I, I just think that this this is a different test than than what they have faced to this point. Their defense, uh, our defense, Tennessee's defense going up against a quarterback that is capable of severely beating Tennessee with his legs. Yeah. Will 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 they actually use his legs? I don't know. Speaking of Cole Kublik, I was listening to him earlier this week. And he he said that when he went back and charted the USF and Florida game this past Saturday, that he only counted one designed run for Anthony Richardson in that ball game. What was that by design? What was that being cautious? I'm sure, obviously, Florida expected they could be vanilla against USF because USF is one of the worst football programs in the country at the moment. But there's also the the side of things to where Anthony Richardson took a, a low hit early in the Kentucky game, mm-hmm. and he has admitted publicly that, yeah, he, he's a little banged up and he's a little little bothered by it. Oh, and nice. the depth b- behind him is, is a huge question mark because of some injuries. So are they not running him because he's not healthy? Are they not running him because the, the lack of quarterback depth? But he, he needs to be running more. Yep. And, I mean, he's, he's somebody that should have 10 designed runs a game, and and my point is that Tennessee's defense, although DJ Irons last Saturday for Akron is a dual threat quarterback, in my opinion, he Akron's just not going to test you with, with somebody like that. And obviously, Slovis 
doesn't fit that billing. So, so that's why, like, I still have a question mark and am curious to see how they can contain Anthony Richardson because although he has he's looked awful the last two weeks, he's still capable of doing to Tennessee what he did to Utah, and, and that does scare me a little bit. What Chris Doran said today was was so spot on. Florida don't they don't have a receiver that can stretch the field. That's the other issue. And if you don't have a receiver that can stretch the field, you got safety staying in the box, playing the run over and over and over and over. And that's that's why South Florida had opportunity to win. Not only and South Florida should have won the game, by the way. Not only did South Florida run the football for three hundred yards, but Florida could not throw the ball deep because they don't have anybody at the receiver position that can stretch the field. Meaning, this is what they have practiced against for the last couple of weeks, too. And now they're going up against a Tennessee team that has high that stretch the field, or a white that stretch the field. Um, and so, I just, I just, as much as I want to be very, very conservative and go, you know what, I think Florida, I don't think Florida will cover. And, I, you know, I, gotta, I, I can't ignore what I see. I see a team. Right. That's one dimensional on offense. And I see a team that cannot stop the run defensively because they don't have the depth and they get ready to play the fastest offense in America. That's that don't bowl well for me. All right. No, it, I'm gonna it, go it to doesn't. The phone. Yeah. Real, real quick. I okay. just want to, the reason I kind of am still in wait and see mode is because Tennessee's corners mm-hmm. other than Kamal Haddon do not inspire confidence. Uh, Jeremy Banks hasn't played great football in my opinion and we we remember and I have flashbacks of what Matt Corral did to essentially the same linebacker core so that that's kind of why I I'm in wait and see mode a a little bit with the defense I I think it'll be fascinating to see Tennessee's corners that don't instill a lot of confidence up against those Florida receivers that like you just mentioned are are not very good who who can have the better day and and that will have a a large impact on who wins the game yeah Ole Miss did have some receivers that can run too though yeah, that that open up things for for Matt Corral, but I get what you're saying though. Uh, let's get back to the phones, and then we'll have to, we have to take a break. Good evening. Hey, Swain, Middle Tennessee, Rick. Hey, Rick, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. Ben, how's that little young man doing? He is awesome. I, it's hard to believe that he'll be two months old tomorrow. Pretty pretty wild. Wow. He's fired up for his first Tennessee Florida game on Saturday. And look, all I'm going to say is the balls are three, zero in his lifetime. So coincidence, I think not. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, i tell you what, why I'm calling. I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about this game for some reason. And normally I'm like everybody else. Oh, we've lost all these games, but I think like going back to the Pittsburgh game, we had multiple opportunities in that ball game to put them away. Yeah. We didn't do it. But we were definitely were a better team. We just didn't make it happen when we needed to make it happen. And everything that you guys have been talking about, I don't see Florida beating us. I don't know how much we'll win by. Not going to predict that. But I, I feel confident we're going to win this game. And this is unusual for me to feel that way. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Rick. That's, I feel kind of the same way. I mean, last year I did not feel this way. Um, but what, you know, as much as I watch Florida. They, they, I just don't see how they'll be able to m- match the offensive output that Tennessee is going to have or the threat they're going to pose offensively. I just, I just, I just can't see it. I just don't see it on film. 
So, and I don't care what kind of logo they got on the side of their helmet or what colors they wear. I, I don't care. I'm just, I see what I see. Yeah. Another thing, too, also, I know how good Tillman is. He's a really good receiver. But, you know, last year, we didn't know he was that good of a receiver. And I think in this offense, somebody will step up. I don't know which one it'll be. Maybe it'll be McCoy's time, Bruce's time. It needs to be. But, uh, and History I supports really that. Well. I'm sorry, what? History supports that. Go back and look at some of Heifel's oh, yeah. offenses at UCF, and there, there's always kind of one guy that came out of nowhere each year. So, theoretically, that, that should yeah. be a thing. Yeah, and how many times we've gotten beat by somebody that comes off a bench, a no-name, a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's happened too. <laughs> over the years. So maybe it's our time for somebody to, to shine and and we get the win Saturday. That's right. That's right, Rick. We'll see what happens, man. I'm, I I feel how you feel. I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm just confident Tennessee should handle business. Tennessee's a better team. And I think it's the reason why they are ten and a half, eleven point uh favorite, even though when the ball snap doesn't matter what Vegas say. But still feel still feel pretty good, man. Still feels good. All right, we will take a quick timeout and we will come back taking your phone calls to 865-255-03 when you call we'll just put you straight on hold get you right on in here also we'll take a look at the text box on your free Swain event app for Android Apple devices it's Ben McKee of Go Falls 247 Jason Swain here with you and um, don't go anywhere we we not we'll be right back restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. You know you need to stop playing around and schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center, or you just want the convenience of at-home treatment, all good. Low-T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey there, Swain Event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain Event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! You're listening to the Swain Event. You don't say! Fueled by Dead End Barbecue.
Thursday. Florida game is this weekend. We're just vibing. I'm not nervous. You can be nervous if you want to. I'm not nervous. I'm as confident as I've been in a while against Florida, going into this Florida game. We'll see if we're right. We'll see if Vegas right. But I'm chilling. I am chilling. Let's go to the phones. No, somebody else is chilling. That's C-Mac. He's chilling. Good evening, C-Mac. Good evening, Swain. Good evening, Mutchie. Good evening, C-Mac. How are you? He got, he got, he got, he got, he got knocks in his arms, man. I want to know, C-Mac, when, when, when Ben gonna um, get knocks a brother, man, so it can be like uh, JJ Watt and, and TJ. They need to go ahead and have the brothers real close together so they can have a nice relationship like the Gronkowskis. You know, uh, no time soon. There, there's no better birth control than having a baby. You're right about that. I woke him up and you know, hey, got him aggravated, so mom can have him back. I mean, but she hadn't even caught up on sleep yet. You see the eye, you see the bags underneath his eyes. Like my my, my boy need, still needs sleep. He's trying to catch up uh, on the summer sleep he's been missing. Ain't got no bags. Oh, you right, you right. Let me see. Nikki mm-hmm. just looks like that. Let me see. He ain't got no bags. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? It's one hell of a week to be alive, ain't it? It's a great, it's a great day to be alive, man. First first day of fall. Lee's dropping here. Uh, in Knoxville, I don't know if y'all have leaves in in Denver, but I mean we they changing, they changing yeah. colors. They ain't, they ain't necessarily dropping. Yeah, uh, but I, I did, I did, you know, come by way and hear that you dropped some heat. I think it was today. You had a legend. You interviewed a legend today. You you interviewed the only person on this planet capable of making you do two things at once: get you extremely fired up, ready to go. And get you lemon booty at the same time. Hmm. I'm always fired up now. I'm always fired up. But yeah, I was thinking about the the, the flat football days. How he almost he almost tackled me. And if we played again, I probably would have lemon booty. <laughs> I'd be Ain't nervous. No doubt about it. How we looking? Um, I, I know a lot of the conversation this week has been around the, the possible or. The, the not possibility of particular wide receiver not playing. And I did hear a little little mention of, you know, the opportunity for someone else to step up. Why is it that number 11's name is not ringing out as well? And I don't want to jinx it. God knows I don't want to jinx it. But, you know, the high has been open and the high has been producing. You mean, you mean Jalen? Yes. Because... The, the reason why, and this is why I haven't really said Jalen, because like, I know what Jalen's going to have the opportunity to do. But Brew plays on the outside, and Tillman plays on the outside. And Tillman won on the outside versus press coverage, and it's a little bit more physical. And Brew's going to have to do some of those things. So that's why I'm saying Brew needs to step up, because I know Hyde's going to have plenty of opportunities uh, because of his speed and the scheme. Like, the slot receiver eats when Hypo gets in that lab, man, start dissecting plays and looking at the weakness of the defense. Like, I know Hyatt going to do his thing. I don't know what Bruce going to do. So that's why we need him to step up because he plays on the outside. 
All right. Only two more questions. One football related and hey. one uh, for me, Keith. Two, uh, McKee. How many questions uh, you want to ask today? It's only three. It's only uh, our show. Uh, I know. McKee, oh, are we going to witness Pujols hitting 700 this weekend? Uh, No. I'll say it'll be next week. He'll All get right. 699 this weekend and then 700 next week. Understood. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't man. play every day. Like it's like Judge is playing every day as he tracks down his record. Pujols doesn't play every day because he only hits against lefties. So that that makes it a little more difficult for him. <clears throat> he went one for four today. Just letting you know. Uh, Swain, yeah. Let's say all things go extremely well this weekend for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I don't think a one, like just that one bump up to ten, would be suffices. I honestly believe that if, if, if we take care of business, this should catapult us in the top five. I need to know where y'all feel on that. I'll hang up and listen. Love y'all. Take care. Hey, let's go beat these damn gators. Man. Let's do it. Let's do it. See? See? Talking about beating gator, the gators and going to the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're making it seem like Florida. Is some type of top ten team or something, right? That, not- that's why they're not going to do it. <laughs> they won't jump into the top five because Florida's not a good enough opponent. Opponent. I don't know what I'm talking about. Opponent. Opponent to uh, jump you into the top five. Now, if if you beat Florida, you're going to get into the top ten, probably top seven, top eight. I'd say. Then if You'll be off for your bye week, and then if you go to LSU and handle your business in Baton Rouge, then it's going to be a top-five matchup between undefeated Tennessee and undefeated Alabama on the third Saturday in October here in a couple of weeks. I'll tell you that. I think it depends on what happens with some of the teams who are ahead of us. I mean, Michigan plays Maryland this weekend. Clemson plays Wake Forest this weekend. They're fifth. Michigan is fourth. Um I mean, I, th- I think it depends, man. Kentucky, they play Northern Illinois. They're three and zero. They're ahead of us. They're eight. Arkansas plays Texas A and M this weekend. Um, they Arkansas's tenth, and A and M is twenty three. Um, Ohio State plays Wisconsin. So I do, I do think it depends on what happens with some of the teams who are ahead of us. OU plays Kansas State, USC, Oregon State. So. Most of the teams around the country are getting to conference play. So if we see some teams drop who are ranked ahead of us, then, yeah, I can see us, you know, jumping uh, if we take care of business against Florida and look look impressive. But I don't give a damn about that, C-Mac. Not in September. Care about no rankings in September? Not after your first SEC game. I don't, I don't mind Tennessee fans soaking all that in, though. Being a top five, top ten team, after the last 15, 20 years of mostly dysfunction, I I don't care what time of the year it is. Soak that in as much as you can because there oh, yeah. were times where, and I'm not saying that you're not, but uh, typically I, I, I do agree with you. Like right now, I don't care where Rick Barnes' basketball program or Tony Vitello's baseball program is ranked to start the year or the first month of the season. Let, let me know what you do in the tournament. Do something in the tournament that, that makes you finish as a top five team or the number one team in the country and and hopefully we'll get to that point with Josh Heifel but 
as as down as the football program has been at times and, and how it felt like Tennessee was never going to be able to climb itself out of the hole that it dug for itself, I'd say soak all the top five and top ten stuff in as you can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't care about it. Uh, not telling any fan what to do, what to think, how to feel. I don't care about it because I know here in the next couple of weeks what you do in the heart of SEC play is going to matter in a couple different ways. Uh, yeah, you know, rankings, all that good stuff, and you want to play in the best bowl game. I saw where there's already predictions about us going to the Sugar Bowl, but recruits will be coming to the Alabama game. Recruits going to be coming to that Kentucky game, and that's when them, them, them big-time studs come in and they want to watch you play. There's going to be some this weekend. Don't get me wrong. It's Florida. I get it. But, like, in the heart, in the meat of that schedule, like, that's that's where I put my focus at. I've never been someone who cares about the rankings in, in, in September. But, C-Mac, any fan, you want to you wanna, you wanna get hype about, you know, top 10 ranking, 11th ranking, go ahead. I've been mentioning it that Tennessee is ranked all week. But, I mean, it's, it's about October. It's about November. And it's when dudes start to wind down that list and start making a decision that's closer to signing day. And Tennessee is going to get some recruits because they like the direction that we're going. And if we if we look good and we play better and better each week and we look like, as a program, we're in the right direction, I think we get, we get more players. But Maybe it's just me as as a player deep down. I just never cared about rankings in September. But oh, I, that, that that brings me to a question I wanted to ask you about the whole mentality of of playing Florida uh, because what you just said about you as a player never caring uh, about the rankings ties into the mental approach going into a game. How many games when you were at Tennessee Swain did you enter thinking that you were going to lose? Zero. How many games when you were in high school did you enter thinking you were going to lose? Uh, it's not zero. <laughs> uh, but you, hey, you get my point. Hey. You were still – but I, I imagine even the games like going up against the Hoovers of the world, you yourself, because of how great of a high school football player you were, you had a confidence that, hey, I'm going to put the team on my back and I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure we, we pull off this upset. Uh, you at least had that type of oh, confidence for sure. yeah, to yourself. For sure. So. Uh, and I'm more so hammering the, the college point home because obviously not everybody, regardless of how highly ranked you are, plays on a good high school football team. True. Um, but there, there's not a, a stupid fumble. Um, Is it Trubisky? No, it's the, our backup running back. Deontay Johnson fell on it. By the way, you need to go see the George Pickens catch in the first quarter better than OBJ's. Uh, famous catch. Hey, um, I will when the, no. show, when the show when the show ends because I got I got Amazon Business logged in on on the TV in, in my office studio. I don't know why, uh, but I can't watch it. But well, get on your phone and Twitter search George Pickens and you'll see it. I promise. But my point is that the, none of these players on this football team are going into this game thinking that they're going to lose. Even in years past, when it feels like. Why Why is Tennessee and Alabama even playing? Why is Tennessee even playing Georgia? There's not a snowball chance, and you know what? The players on that team thought that they'd win. 
I, I promise you that Jacob Warren said it earlier this week that they don't go into games thinking, oh, here's Florida, Alabama, Georgia again, same old, same old. They go in expecting to win every single game. Hey. They, they, they don't hear the outside noise. Ben, they watch the same film I watch. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like, they watching the same film I'm watching, but they have a better angle of it because they have the all 22. They got the end zone copy and the sideline copy. So they, they seeing the same film I'm seeing. And the coach is telling them, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got you here. We got an opportunity here. So you don't think them boys are going into the game confident? They're going to be really confident. They see plays all over the field. All right, we're going to the phones, and then we got to take uh, a quick quick break. Good evening. Yo, what's up, fellas? It's DZ in Milwaukee. DZ in Milwaukee. What's up, man? Man, I'm I'm excited for this game, man. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I may sound crazy. You guys tell me. I feel like we're going to blow them out, but I'm a nervous wreck at the same time. I got... <laughs> That I got battered boss syndrome, like half the fan base. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I feel like we should blow them out, but I'm on pins and needles already in the game ain't for two days. Am I crazy or what? You're not crazy. I, I understand if you feel that way. I just don't feel that way. But I understand because you're thinking about the, the, the history. Like you're thinking about the, the, the last 20, 25 years and you're thinking about, you know, the, the mid-10s. During the Butch time, when you know you should have beat them two or three times, I, I I get that. I'm just as I watch our team and I watch Florida on film, I'm not nervous like that. But I understand why why you may be. I get it. And I, and Tennessee could yeah. blow them out. Like they really they really could. They should, man. Florida looks like hot garbage to me. Um, I know we haven't been a hundred percent in all of the games, but I mean. I think we, we look pretty good. Um, it would be nice if Tillman did play on Saturday. I honestly think we would still do well even if he doesn't play. Um, if he's not 100%, I'd rather him, you know, rest up. You know, we got the bye week next week anyway, you know, to get ready to go down to Baton Rouge. So yeah. um, I, I think we got the guys to um, – got the receivers to step up. You know, everybody, you know, is expecting Brew to step up. Um, I, I think he can handle the pressure. Um, but like you were just saying a few minutes ago, uh, Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt may have – I'm expecting him to have 10 catches, you know, almost every game, to be honest. Like you said, with him being our slot receiver, he's going to get a ton of touches. Um, I just hope that he can, you know, finish the plays off like he did last week um, against lesser competition, obviously. But yeah. I, I feel like he can do that every weekend to be honest so yeah i'm with you man i'm with you dz hey man thank you thank you so much for for your, for your time thanks so much for calling in and uh thank you for for listening to the program all right appreciate it um real quick uh bucks grizz in the finals right ben that's right john moran's gonna dunk on Giannis's head to win it uh, he might <laughs> all right appreciate it fellas Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for calling. That'll be a regular season matchup. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. Yeah, because the Bucks ain't getting there. Ah, I see what you did there. I <laughs> see what you did there. What's the score over there with the uh, Browns and Steelers? Mitchell Trubisky just rushed it in and pending the extra point. It'll be 14-13 Steelers. 
It is 14-13 Steelers with 350 left in the first half. All right. We got a good one, man. We got a good one. We got a good one. Yeah, I got I got I got the real Amazon account hooked up to the living room TV. For some reason the Amazon business is hooked up in here and can't you can't watch it from Amazon business. But whatever. Whatever, Jeff. Bezos. Whatever. Whatever. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Stay with us. Swain Event Fuel by Daddy and Barbecue. Live here from the Low T Center Studio. Be right back. Still sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out how to buy and sell in this complicated market? I get it, and I understand why you're hesitant. That's where I come in. Call me, Jennifer Morris, with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I'm happy to help answer any questions you have, and whether you're ready to rock in two weeks or two years, I'll be here. Look forward to hearing from you soon, and go Vols! Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Fellas, do you need an annual health exam? I recommend going to Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They will check all of your levels, not just your T level. In most cases, it's completely covered by your health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and office visit with the medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your online appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like the show on Facebook. Gonna be a party Saturday. It's gonna be a party Saturday. We deserve it. It's been six years since College Game Day has been here. Knoxville's ready to explode. We deserve it. It's been a long road. Some embarrassing moments, some embarrassing seasons. But we deserve this weekend opportunity to, to beat the rival primetime slot. Dude, remember last year we was playing all those early noon games? That's because they might want to see Tennessee. Sorry, self play in primetime. We had to prove ourselves. And look where we at. Look where we at, man. Pittsburgh game. That was primetime. Tennessee. Boom. I mean, we've played in primetime against Games against teams that we pay to come here. <laughs> like, we've had two night games 
against our teams. So really, every game that we've played has been in a sort of way prime time, except for last game. Well, it, it was prime time. Yeah, it was it, it was streaming only, it, but it was it was yeah. it was at seven p.m. like it was a prime time game, but it was streaming. Yes. It was streaming, but there is a difference for sure compared to last year. What what time Tennessee is playing? The stage that Tennessee is playing on, and um, I'm proud of the work that we have done to get here. Because you just don't wake up and boom, you're here. Like there's a lot of work put in, sacrifice put in by coaches and, and and players and support staff. So I think that's just a testament to to that. Got to go out and execute. Got to handle business. Blah blah blah. We all know that. We all know that. But first, Hiller is giving you a free Yeti Tundra cooler with a purchase of a new tankless water heater. Hiller's also going to give you a Traeger wood pellet grill free with the purchase of a new whole home generator. Now, when you purchase a full home septic system, you're going to get that free Yeti Tundra cooler because Hiller is hooking you up with special deals all month for you. So those home system replacements, take care of it this month while they have some awesome specials. Zero interest financing for up to 48 months on select new HVAC systems. Hiller's work is backed by the Happy You'll Be or service is free, guarantee. Visit them online at happyhiller.com. All right, we're going to go to the phones, Ben. That's okay with you. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Justin in Florida. Justin in Florida, man. What a great place to be calling from this evening, this week. Oh, you have no idea. I want this one. <laughs> I want this one bad. I am surrounded by Gator fans. It, it sucks every day. <laughs> I want this one. And I want this one in style. I don't want to squeak this one out. I, I want to hammer them. Leave no doubt. Yes. Uh, ben, to your point, that catch by George Pickens was one of the best catches I've ever seen in football. That was insane. Oh, man. Y'all suck. He is a, a freak athlete. Swain, it, it yep. was pretty much the OBJ catch again, except somehow Pickens reached back even further. It, it was and it was like laying yeah, an angle. flat. It, yeah, laying flat in the air as he reached all the way back to make it. Uh, a one-handed catch. It, oh, it was it was stupid. That's what he. That's what that I mean. That's what he do. He he's special, man. Yeah. I I told you I have him as my uh, offensive rookie of the of the year. Yeah, it's well, nice when the quarterback the decides enough. to throw it to him. Yeah, yeah, he ain't getting the ball enough to do that. True. But hey, question for you guys: Why is it we can't seem to get a consistent run game going? Like we show it at times, but it, it's like it kind of comes in spurts where, you know, it's, we're, we're picking up good yardage. We're, you know, hitting the hole hard. We're getting into open field. And then there's time that's just like, there's no holes there. Like, is that offensive line? Cause this weekend I really want to make that big nose tackle uh, puke on the field. Like I yeah. want him absolutely dying for hair. He's going to be hurt. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be hurting just, bad. He's going to be, he's going to be hurting. Remember, remember, remember Jordan Davis last year for Georgia. Yeah. Ooh, he Jordan Davis yeah. was hurt. Yeah, and Jordan and Jordan Davis was in way better shape than this guy is. Four hundred. Like, I, I want pounds. over under. I, I want to see him puke at least three. Four fifty. 
Oh man. Yeah. Four fifty. Yeah, he gonna so, <laughs> he gonna be hurt. He gonna be breathing. He gonna be bringing. You know that meme where old girls like bent over. Ben knows what I'm talking about. The, the I know what you're talking about. She's the, bent the over. Older she's lady all tired. With the she's all, yeah, she's all out of out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> with her hands on her knees. Man, Ooh. I can't wait to see him first possession, Justin. Because that's like the first yeah. possession is is when you get winded. You, you know, you get that second win after the first possession because the adrenaline is rushing, and so like. You're actually more tired than you're ever probably going to be in the game unless you know, you've played you know, 80, 90 snaps in the fourth quarter. But, like, that first possession, ooh, 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 he's going to be tired. He's going to be hurting. He's going to be hurting. Well, you you watch. There will be three uh, defensive linemen cramped up on the first drive. You know, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I hope, uh, I hope we go out and handle business again. Uh, you know, Ben, I hope you, uh, you're doing well with the, the little guy and, uh, I, I hope we bring home a very, very big win this weekend. Cause I want to, I want to gloat. I, I get tired of eating crow down here and I really want to rub it in some people's faces. So I hope you know. gentlemen take care. It's good talking to you. Hey, much love, much love, Justin. You too. Miss hearing from you. Yeah, man. We gotta, we gotta get this win for you, Justin. This is for you. This is for you, Justin. That's what Hype was going to say as we beat Florida. This is for you. Do, do, do you think that as Hype goes down and calls the timeout to, to rub it in to, to Florida fans that he'll start crying like Butch? <laughs> nah, man. They ain't going to do all that. They ain't going to do all that. Hypo will not you be know. peeing down his leg either, so. Uh, Look, he's gonna he's gonna act like Shane Beamer on the sideline. I mean, I heard so many good things about Shane, man. I, golly, boy, he's he's having it bad right now. I look the only the I'm keeping my comments to myself because Montario Hardesty follows me on Twitter. If Montario did not follow me on Twitter, I'd be firing off bullets left and right. Yeah, yeah, got got to got to got to stay in the lane right there with that one. I feel you. Means mm. he's a good dude, but the, the job looks too big for him. He's a cornball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he can, he's he can call corny, him cornball. He, he's cornier than Beamer, or he's cornier than Butch. No, I think. no, no, yes, no, no, yes, he's not cornier than Butch. Come on, Phil, what kind of question is he's that? He's not mean, cornier on. than Butch, Ben. He, he is. He is cornier than Butch. I I stand by that. Ben, recency bias. He is not cornier. My my man Shane is not putting lifts in his shoes. He ain't doing none of that stuff that you know of. Man, no. I don't. I don't remember a a graphic going around of a Butch playing somebody when he's down. 28 points in a quarter and got a handstone up in the air celebrating. <laughs> Shane Beamer's corner. I'm cool. telling you. No, I, yeah. can't, I can't believe he even said that. I mean, look, I, I, I know the watches and the shoes were, were somewhat of a joke, but I, at least he had a little bit of style. Beamer doesn't even have that. I mean, Beamer's living yeah. off his daddy's last name. Ben, leadership reps, five-star hearts. Stop. Yeah, did you hear what Beamer had to say today he about said, yeah, winning that the was fourth one. quarter in the last 10, that 12 was games? One, that was one time. 
in a year, less than a year and a half. It took Butch six years to build all his up. No, he got, there's a catalog. Yes. There's a catalog. There, and, and by the time Beamer is at South Carolina, as long as Butch was at Tennessee, he'll have three catalogs. They'll have the 1.0 version, the 2.0 version, and the 3.0 version. Uh-uh. I can't believe you said You're going to have the, the, the New Testament of Beamer, the Old Testament of Beamer, <laughs> the original Beamer. Oh, man. The, the kids' version? Yeah, the English Standard version, the, the South Carolina Crow, Cock man. Crow version. Uh, uh, uh. Chip Payne says, we win in quarters now? What a loser mentality. Yeah, not, not, not great. Well, it's not even the, the, the loser mentality. It's just the stupidity of not realizing that the reason you are winning the fourth quarters is because you're getting blown out and your starters are going against the second and third team players on other teams. And, and the stat was more than Wrong. likely It made up. Yeah, it was incorrect, too. Um, Evil says, I actually like Tillman being out. It's going to allow Brew and Hooker to create trust so we can utilize both sides um, of – the field now even i don't know about liking tillman being out it is an opportunity though for brew to step up uh i would feel even more confident about tennessee winning if, if tillman was playing healthy um but i i prefer to have my good players like i prefer to have my best players but i feel what you're saying though evil it's gonna it's gonna allow brew to do some things and maybe it's gonna force hooker to distribute the ball uh evenly instead of just throwing it up to to tillman Two, that was C Mac Riley Riley Vall. Uh, John Smyrna says, "Me and my thirteen year old are acting like it's Christmas, getting ready to ride up tomorrow night." Oh yeah, John, I love it, man. That's gonna be some awesome memories right there between you and your thirteen year old. Uh, Tim VFL ninety eight says, "How about Danny White with the watch party at Vall Village?" You know how crazy that is. That Tennessee. Stadium, Neyland Stadium, seats over a hundred thousand people, and we still need a watch party. <laughs> yeah, imagine if, if oh, Tennessee God. would have taken out all the seats that you wanted taken out. What you mean? Remember, you wanted Neyland Stadium to dip under like seventy thousand people. Boy, imagine stop lying if- on this internet. <laughs> that's imagine, not true. Not, imagine if Tennessee would have fulfilled stop. your wish and cut out forty thousand seats. No, that's not that. Would have would would have been as loud as. 102. Nah, I ain't never said nothing about no 70. I said I don't I mean, get caught up in I that down, number over I 100. Down, I went down to Auburn on a recruiting visit. They had about 20,000 people in there. and It was Stop. as loud as Demon Stadium was 108. Stop. Stop. I ain't never said that. You know how people on the internet believe anything, too. So, stop. I ain't never said that. But it is, it is going to be loud. It's going to be loud this weekend. Birmingham Mike, good evening. Someone said that um, that was eight fifty six. Who called eight fifty six? Was that C Mac? Sure. Sounds like this dude sounds like West Rucker after four bourbons. <laughs> I think that was C Mac. <laughs> well, maybe said, it was a Middle Tennessee Rick. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it was Rick. <laughs> Did Florida sell their allotment of tickets for the game? I am unsure. That is a question for Jimmy Himes. Jimmy be all over that stuff, don't he? Ticket, ticket, all over it. Ticket prices and number of tickets sold. Uh, 
who's more important to their team to win this game, Miller or Tillman? I asked Cole Keywood today that question. And he said, uh, he said Tillman. I think it's Miller. I think it's Miller. I think it's Miller because, you know, Cole mentioned the fact that Tillman's one of the best receivers in the country. But the reason I say Miller, and it's funny because Cole said in the same breath that Miller was the basically the MVP of the team, like the leader of the entire team, the heartbeat of the team. Tillman's not the heartbeat of the entire team. He might be the best pro prospect on offense besides Darnell Wright right now, but like the system that Hypo has, the system I think will be able to produce some offensive success without Tillman. Miller, you saw that running game against South Florida without him. So, yeah, I think Miller's more important. Uh, is it possible Pitt was overrated seeing now that West Virginia was one and two? No, I mean, Pitt, Pitt's a good team. Yeah, I, I, don't, I think Pitt's better than Florida. You, you don't, you're doing that, that transitive math stuff, Chris. Like, Florida was, was good last year at the beginning of the season, and then they stopped being good. That don't mean they wasn't good that week. They were good enough to almost be Alabama. That week. I would say Pitt is properly rated by by those who pay attention that they are a solid to good football team. Yeah, I, that's, I feel like that's it, and that's the consensus. And I feel they're properly rated. Yep, that's it. Nine one nine Vol says, "Man, I know it's for the week, but can y'all please speak on Udoka allegedly cheating on Nia Long?" Um, ain't my comment. I just I just got the notification he's suspended for a season. Mm. Seems like a lot, but I haven't I've just seen the storyline. I haven't really read on it. Hey, the rules say you can't be messing with staff. You can't be messing with staff. Right. So, yeah. I just I if you would have right, I'm saying he should be suspended. I just didn't think that that would result in a year long suspension. Uh, NFL ain't the NBA and the NBA. It says it right there in the book for the organization. You break the rule, then boom, there it is. Yep, simple as that. It's pretty. It's pretty simple. He can do his time with Brett Favre. Yep, Riley Vall says sounds like Miller playing for the Gators this weekend. Per on three, um, I, I didn't get that sense. I didn't get that sense from, from what. From what I've seen, it's more probable than doubtful. Uh, it's it's not a done decision, but I've, I've seen it be more probable than, than, than questionable. Yeah. If, if Miller's going to play and he's 60%, it ain't going to really matter. It ain't going to really matter. So let's go. Riley Vall says, hope the Steelers lose by a hundred. They ruined my survivor league week one. <laughs> Oh, Raleigh Vaughn hurt. He hurt. Raleigh Vaughn, I hope you and C-Mac suffer an excruciating NC State loss this weekend. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness. Oh, boy. That was quick. That was a quick hour right there, Ben. Next week. We won't have much to talk about because Tennessee will be on the bye week, but hopefully we talk about Tennessee being in the top 10 and being 4-0 after this weekend. Hope everyone has a safe trip to Knoxville. will be coming up 
And if you're at home, wow, I hope you enjoy yourself. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great game. First SEC game, Ben McKee is going to be there. Ben, what color are you wearing for Chuck and Neyland? So I ain't nobody cares that Ben McKee is gonna be there. What, what color? You, you what color are you wearing, man? What section you sitting in? I, I'm I'm dropping the white the white forces <laughs> Saturday. That's I'll be rocking those. I know you're in the press box, man. So I know you ain't wearing either color. I'm just messing with you. I'm well, just messing like. with you. <laughs> we hope you have a great great evening for Ben McKee of Go Vols Two Four Seven. I'm Jason Swain. And then we'll be back next week here on the program. It's Wayne Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue live from the Low T Center Studio. Podcast will be up shortly. Hope you have a great evening. Peace and much love.